Hello, my name is Elizabeth McGurvin. I am the host of this podcast, Mystery in the Radio Waves. This is a podcast where I have actors perform a cold read of a radio play from the 1930s to the 1970s, and then comedians improvise a parody based off of the play. You will hear up-and-coming actors and comedians from around Los Angeles perform. This is not a typical podcast. This is a show, and I hope you enjoy it. Do you need practice banter? Practice banter. <laughs> yeah. I need to do some warm-up banter before my banter. So is this the most racist play you've done on the podcast so far? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. What happened? Who plays the racist? Me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to make anybody else do it. That's that's nice of you, honestly. I'll take the bullet because we're making fun of it. That's why we're we're Mm -hmm. going full on like crows and Dumbo here. Yeah. Oh, I see. Dumbo has come up. Well, that's like the third day in a row somebody's brought up Dumbo. Maybe it's because well, it's in the... Ready. Well, the new one's yeah, coming out. One's yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fourth time? Mm-hmm. It's coming up all over the place. And every time, except this time, somebody is gone. Did you know it's only 74 minutes? Really? What? Yeah. Now it's you. Yeah. You're the one doing now it. Now it's me. Yeah. Is this a battle Boulevard? Are you talking about Pier 1? Pier 1. That, like, yes. No. I just referenced that earlier today. <laughs> Yeah, Jake's wife right we're now. doing banter. Just He's a like, loop, a time, yeah. a small loop. It's not even a person anymore. It's just a record. No. Like, it's just me holding a microphone to my face, <laughs> talking about Dumbo and Pier One. How are those two related? <laughs> they just keep coming up in my life. Oh, got it. Pier One, that's they have so much real estate, and I never see anybody in there. No, that's why I'm always confused. Me too. Never anybody in the parking lot, and it's a big yeah. parking lot. Yeah. It's huge. It's really? Like, you know it's there when you pass by it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That Tommy Burger is the same way. I guess people are in Tommy's, but they've got great parking. <laughs> How's this for a banter? How's everybody's day? I'm always Not interested bad. in that. Cool. That was my attempt at banter. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> One better than yours. <laughs> Do you guys know that Dumbo is only 74 minutes long? Yeah. There we go. Really? Yeah. But the original. <laughs> no. the, the original. Okay. So we're going to read this radio play. And then after we're done with this nauseating piece of writing, uh, we're going to do a parody of it. It's going to be good. Wait, is the character racist, or is it racist you playing the character? <laughs> Good question. Um, <laughs> well, if you cast it, then that, the second one was something you could have solved. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm trying to uh, highlight um, social problems in our past so that we can move on and become better people, and we're doing it through comedy, okay? That's what I'm doing. You got that really good <laughs> I'm going to say that loud and clear before I become a racist. <laughs> okay. Because I'm doing just doing the well-dressed man, which I don't even. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Sadie. Oh, is that why you're dressed up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why did I get any character? 
Do I look racist and well dressed? <laughs> <laughs> Only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go around in a circle and just say your name if you want to shout out any shows uh, that you have coming up. I'll probably have this come out in two weeks. So maybe something like mid-April or end of April if anybody's got any shows going on then. Um, and if you uh, have a book you want to promote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also <the> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a Stephen King book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can go first, and then we'll go around this way. Hi, my name is Pedro, and... Uh, I don't. I don't have anything. To, I'm in a team called. Uh, What's ours? <laughs> Sad boys flip houses. Sad boys flip houses, and uh, yeah, check us out. They have an Instagram you can follow. Yes, and you can true. see Pedro on there. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Vita Robbins. Um, I have a Twitter. It is at Vita underscore Robbins. And I don't have anything cool happening right now, but since this comes out in two weeks, probably figured something cool out by then. So check the Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Jessica Rogers. Uh, I don't know when they are going to happen, but uh, can we get a suggestion? And Bitcoin Bitch Fest happens every month at the clubhouse and then come to mock every Thursday, 11 p.m. Mock, mock, mock. (laughs) Um, I'm Brian Rubinell. Um, I work on a show called The Nightcap with Stacey Rumaker. Uh, so look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all, all that stuff. Hey, I'm Zach Job. Um, follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's getting embarrassing. So it's at uh, Zh Job. Uh, just one more follower is all. That's all I need. <laughs> Hi, my name is Amanda Bonar. Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Amanda Bonar. Uh, you can also follow my two indie teams at Dick Cannon and at Wild Improv. Hi, I'm Mark Jacob. Um, I host this show, Minor League Carol Night, the first and third Tuesday uh, at the clubhouse at 6 p.m. Uh, and you can follow me at, on Twitter, underscore Mark Jacob, I think. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll get an occasional tweet. It's not often, but it'll be great when you do it. Oh, and buy Jake's book. Jake Jabor's book. Do you want to hand Jake? That's me, Jake Jabor. Uh, come check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin. Uh, follow me at Wake Up With Jacob on social media. Yeah, and pre-order my book at inkshares.com. Search Training To Be Myself. Thanks. Hi, I'm Jessica Svensgaard. I also have a book to plug. It's called The Bible. My Twitter is at Svensgaard. Come to Tuesday Night Thunder every Tuesday at 8 p.m. at the Clum House or Wickedly Talented every fourth Saturday at 7 p.m. at the UCB Intersectum. That's all. All right. Uh, I'm Adam Macias. Uh, you can find me at Adam R. Mac on all the social medias. Uh, go to Go Finger Guns on all the social medias for my podcast. It's uh, improv, sketch, sound design. Uh, we talk We talk to interesting guests about stuff. Uh, and then also check out uh, In a World. It's a movie podcast that I produce. Uh, and also get uh, Jake Jabor's book, uh, Pre-Ordered Ink Shares. Uh, He's uh, he's, it's a good book. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yep. We reminded everybody three times. So if they don't buy it, they're assholes. 
Our story tonight draws its inspiration from one of the best beloved parables of the Master. Nor do we need to tell you which parable, for you will recognize it for yourself. Even though we have chosen to lay our scene as of today, instead of 2,000 years ago, even though we have used the symbols of our own day in the material of our drama. Now, in a country town of some few thousand souls, there was a man by the name of Alexander Baltus, and it so happened that this man held a sum of money in trust for his son, Marcus. On the night in which our story opens, Marcus followed his father into the living room and spoke on a subject that made his father turn in annoyance. Now, 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 don't keep pestering me this way, son. I've told you no once, and that should be sufficient. Oh, father... You'll give me that money in time. I'm, I'm not worried about that. Now, Marcus, I've told you. I, I, you'll come round to it, but why keep me waiting this way? Now, here comes your mother. Please, let's drop this discussion. What discussion, Alexander? Oh, well, nothing much, dear. A mere trifle. Marcus? Oh, tell her, father. What difference does it make? Well, Celia, dear, Marcus... Uh, Marcus... That's his money, that's all. Well, as though I couldn't guess. It's perfectly disgraceful, Marcus, the way you keep after your poor father. But mother, dear, it's, it's the only way to get anything out of him. You know that. Alexander Baltus, you're just as weak as water. Be firm. Uh, now, my dear... Put your foot down. I do, constantly, but that's all the good it does me. Sit down, Alexander. Sit down, Marcus. We're going to thrash this thing out right now. Now, my dear Celia, I'm tired. I've been working hard all day, and I want to put my feet up and rest. Alec, sit down. Oh, very well, dear. Now, why do you want that money, Marcus? Oh, money is rather convenient, Mother. Don't be flippant. Well, you both look so serious that I want to brighten up the proceedings. Eh, Dad? Listen to your mother, Marcus. All right, Mother. Go ahead. If your father did give you that money, what would you do with it? Spend it, I assume. On what? On myself. Exactly. Waste it, you mean. Oh, Mother. (laughs) Oh, all right. Go ahead. Alexander, haven't you anything to say? But, my dear Celia, you seem to be handling the case very thoroughly yourself. There you go, siding with him. Is it any wonder he's never settled down to a good, honest job the way you've pampered him? Some people... Oh, don't keep after Dad, Mother. Very well. Here comes your brother, Philip. At least he will talk this over with us. Now, Mother, keep out of it. Marcus. I will not discuss my affairs with him. Philip has every right to... He may have every right in the world, but I say I will not discuss my affairs in front of him. And why not, my dear boy? Look at me. Go and figure it out yourself, Phil. Marcus! Oh, that's all right, Mother. I'm used to his rudeness. But let me tell you one thing, Marcus. If you'd take a little more good advice once in a while, you might get along better in this town. The one thing I don't want to do is to get along in this town. Will any of you ever understand that I'm sick of this town? Is that so? Well, well. Dad, did you hear that? I'm reading. More shame that you are, Alexander. Now, Marcus, I've scared up a job for you. So? Yes, and it was no easy thing to do. The way you've been leaving every job I've got you. I don't like the jobs you get me. 
All right. Well, why don't you go get one for yourself? I will. Well, let's talk things over first, Marcus, and see what you should do. I will not discuss anything with you. That is final. You've been trying to run my life ever since I was in the first grade. You come tattle around to mother and sneering at every mistake I've made. You're so darn cocky that you're unsufferable. You may be a good lawyer, but as a brother, you're one of the worst mistakes ever made. <laughs> and if you want to know why I'm so anxious to clear out of here, I'll give it to you straight. It's you. You and your advice. And you're sneering at... Well, you're... Marcus... As far as I'm concerned, you can go to the devil from now on. Philip, dear. <laughs> and if I'm any prophet, Marcus, you will. That's the last thing I have to say. Good evening. Marcus, dear, I'm sorry you quarreled with him. Oh, don't cry, Mother. You're breaking my heart, Marcus. You're just breaking my heart. Mother. Good night. Good night. <sighs> oh, what's the use? Dad. Daddy? Yes, son? I guess I might as well give up. Well, I don't know. Why? Then they've got me licked. Tears and righteousness. I can't buck that combination. I guess I'd better take that job Phil found me and die. Do you feel it as much as that, son? Yes, sir. Oh, I've been in an awful trouble to you. I better let you read your paper. Son? Sir? Don't go yet. Let's talk things over. I guess we've all talked enough for one evening. Oh, I mean, let's just talk as though I were a friend of yours. Just talking things over. Marcus, they call me weak with you because I let you go your own way in a lot of things. Do you know why I do that? I don't quite know, sir. I want you to find yourself, boy. Marcus, I have $5,000 in trust for you. If I give you that money... Will it help you find yourself? Oh, yes, sir. I will, it, it will mean everything. Well, I've been thinking it over, sitting over here, back of this paper, and I'm going to give you that money. Dad, I don't know what to say. Don't say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to give you any advice. I'm not going to ask you any questions. I'm going to give you the money and put you on your own. I'm going to help you find yourself. We'll go down to the bank first thing in the morning. Better go along to bed now, son. Good night. Good night, Dad. He's got to do it himself. He's got to do it himself. Now let us pick up our story some weeks later, and our scene opens not in a quiet living room of Mr. Baltus, but in the back of parlors of a dance hall in a city hundreds of miles away. Through the heavy doors can be heard the jangling strains of an efficient, though not particularly melodious, jazz band. Round a table are a group of men, and among them Marcus, his voice louder than all the rest. Come on, your bones! Let me see you seven... Ah! Those, those dice won't roll for me tonight. All right, four. Four! Four! Seven, ah, raspberries. All right, pick it up, shorty. Come on. Ah, uh, you made it again. Say, you got those dice trained? Trained. You said trained, white man? I said it's funny the way you keep rolling that seven. 
Just say that again, big boy, but say it easy. Say all your birds. What is this game? You call yourself a sport, Mark? You may be a sport back home in Strawberry Point, but you're all wet here. Ah, Baltus. Yes, Steve? Come over here a minute, will you? What do you want? Now, lay off the bones, kid. My luck's got to turn. Now, I'm telling you, better listen to me. I'm an old-timer, and, and this, son, my, my advice may be worth something. I guess I can look out for myself. Maybe you can, and maybe you can't. You've dropped a pile of money since you've hit this town, and you're going to drop all of it if you're not careful. Well, it's mine to lose. Well, maybe it is, but it took somebody a long time to make that money. Ever think of that? I... I suppose it did. Son, maybe it's none of my business. I'm just a bum myself, but if I was you, I'd keep clear of this crowd. Yes, that girl too. All of them. I see you doing it. Well, I'm tough, tough, and you're not. Say, you're not going to preach at me, an old bum like you. I can take care of myself, and you can take you and your advice to hell. All right. Go your own way. I guess you will anyhow. Come on, Mark. Yeah, yeah come on. Come on. Let's go. Shorty, I'll shoot you the wad. This is, this is it. This, there it is. Now cover it and let her go. All right, white boy, I've covered it. Mark, your luck's going to change. I say it's time. Don't worry, dearie. Just hold your breath. Come on, shorty. What are you waiting for? Uh, takes my time, white boy. Look here. Why are you fish, fishing in your pocket? My pocket? Go on. Cut the talk and shoot. All right, boy. Come, you seven. Come, eleven. Ah. Seven. Hard luck, big boy. Luck well. Was it luck? White boy, what are y'all singing to yourself? I say it looks funny. You won every time. All evening. And now you've cleaned me. Everything I've got. Take it easy, dearie. Take it easy. Steve told me you were going to take me on a buggy ride. And he was right. Let's see those dice. Yes, I thought so. Those, those, that, that one's loaded. Give me back my money. Give me. You all said loaded? Yes, I said it. Take your hand off that money, boy. I'm telling you. It's my money. You don't win it fair. I said, take off your hand off that money. You touch that money and I'll call a cop. Shorty, don't shoot. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the butt is just as good sometimes. Why well, not? He's going to call a cop. Let's beat it. Let's get out of Let's here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you folks, you clear. See? And keep going. The game's over. Good night, one and all. Ladies, somebody help me. I'm I'm hurt. I'm, I'm come come here. I'm hurt. I'm. Well, son, they trimmed you, did they? Steve. <laughs> Let's see your head. Hmm. Lucky they didn't plug you. He got everything, every cent. I told you. Oh, well, I I guess you're one of those fellows who will have to find out for himself. Come on, get up. That's it. Oh, I'm a fool. A damn fool. Well, if you're beginning to find that out, you're learning something. Come on, son. Come on. You've learned something tonight anyway. Oh, here's Sadie. Why doesn't she come? I need her now. Yes, you need her, and she's not here. That's another thing you've learned tonight. It's quite an evening for you. Come along. Come along to bed, boy. 
And now let us pick up the story a few weeks later. It is winter now, and it's cold. The snow has been falling all day, and with the darkness the wind has risen, a bitter wind that sweeps across the frozen land and hurls the particles of frozen snow like sand in a hurricane. The scene, near a railroad yard on the outskirts of a city, the switching engines shunt back and forth, their piping whistles mingling with the scream of the wind. Now and then a heavy fright rumbles by the trestle bridge and rattles off in the darkness. In a shanty, two men crouch over a small rusty stove in which a struggling fire snaps feebly. They are cold, their hands and their faces pinched, and they draw their ragged coats about their bodies. Steve, can't you make that fire burn? The wind's too strong, or the wood's too wet, or the stove's too full of holes. Maybe all three. Listen to that wind. I don't li- need to listen to it. I can feel it. Steve, shouldn't have taken up with me. I brought you nothing but bad luck the last three months. Well, I'm used to bad luck. Say, stick this newspaper in your shirt. It's as good as a fur coat. Steve, you just stick in here because of me. Hop the freight when it comes and, and go on without me. All right, I guess I'll stay here. You're mighty good to me. I don't know why you should be. Oh, raspberries. Never mind the hooey. Give that fire a poke. Steve, you were right. That night, I lost all my money. I was one of those fools who finds things out too late. Well, if it keeps you warm talking like that, go on. I haven't got any respect left for myself. I'm just... Driftwood. That's the worst kind of bum. A sneak thief, they know. What's the use? I might as well go out there, lie down on that track, and let the train finish me. Go on talking, if it keeps you warm. No, I mean it. You never had a chance, Steve, but I did. I, I had a, I had a very... I had every chance in the world, and I, and I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't listen to anyone. I was so darn pig-headed, and now I'm done. I'm squealing like a quitter. I'm a yellow dog, I tell you. Oh, buck up. Stop singing to yourself. You're lucky, and you don't know it. You ought to have died from that wall of shorty give you and you didn't and you might be out of here out there in that storm now instead of in this tool house think that over sometimes steve sometimes i wish i had the courage to come home why don't you they'd never forgive me not even my father i i know that stop talking about it say ain't that a phrase yes Kid, she's going to stop here for water. Let's hop her. All right, I don't care. Come on. What's the matter? Somebody coming. Doubt the light. What do you think? Quiet. Well, I'm sure I saw a light here. Yeah, and the lock's busted. Well, let's have a look. Here they are. Now just stay where you are, you two. Shall I search them, Harry? No, they ain't got a rod on them. They're just a couple of bums. Come on, you two, get up. Take them down to the soup's office. We'll all jug them. Okay. Move, you two. Hop, hop. The next scene is in the courthouse of a nearby city. A few spectators sit languidly, waiting for the case scheduled for a trial to commence. The court clerk yawns, watches a fly crawl across the ceiling, and wonders how he will meet the next payment on his automobile. 
A stenographer looks across the room at the young district attorney who stands shuffling a sheaf of papers and hopes that he will see that she is wearing her hair in a new way. A man out of work settles back in the last row and goes to sleep. A small boy sitting beside his mother wiggles and squirms and wonders if the blindfolded lady with the sword is the same as the large statue on the piano at home. Why is she blindfolded, he wonders, and his mother sits with folded hands, hoping that the case will have the type of detail which she relishes. A well-dressed man in the front row polishes his spectacles and speaks to the district attorney. Mr. Baltus? Yes, Mr. Montgomery. Is our case going to come to the trial this morning? Uh, it's on the calendar, sir. Well, Philip, I want you to see that those fellows get all that's coming to them. We want this lock breaking stopped on our road. Uh, leave it to me, sir. I've got a clear case against them. Well, good luck, Philip. This is your first railroad case, and I want you to make good. The directors will remember it. Wait a minute. They're the prisoners. Well, one of them's a regular old bum, all right. The other fellow looks different from the ordinary run. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Why, what's the matter, Philip? You're staring at him as though you knew him. It's nothing, sir. I, I'll, I'll do my uh, duty, sir. You can count on me. All right, I'm sure you will. Make a record for yourself, Philip. Good luck. Uh, clerk? Yes, sir? Uh, uh, tell that young fellow in the pen to come here. Yes, sir. Hey... District Attorney wants to see you. Philip! Marcus, talk quietly. I don't want the whole world to know who you are. So, you're down here in the city, are you, Philip? District Attorney, I... You're doing well. Rather better than you're doing, I should say. Yeah. I told you what you'd come to. I remember. Marcus, I suppose you'd expect me to get you out of this. I don't expect anything from you. Well, if that's the way you look at it... I'm down, and I'll take what's coming to me. Mark, if there was any way I could get you out of this, I would. But I've got to do my duty. Yes, Philip. Never forget your duty. That's the boy. I'll rise, his honor. All right, the judge is coming. Get back to where you were. I'll try to make it as light as I can. Sit down. What is the first case on the calendar? Your Honor, the People versus Steve White and Peter Smith, breaking and entering a sealed tool house in violation of the 176th section of the... Mr. Um, Baltus, are these men represented by counsel? And, uh, it, uh, and it, uh, please, Your Honor, I, I believe not. And why not? Have they been advised of their rights to counsel? Uh, they have no defense, Your Honor. They were caught red-handed. Mr. Baltus, don't preempt the constitutional right of the accused. If they wish for counsel, I shall appoint one. You men, do you realize you are liable to sentence for a year to three years? I don't want no lawyer, Your Honor. I got nothing to say. What about your friend? No, sir. I don't want a counsel. Baltus, uh, come up here for a moment. Sir? That young fellow, he looks different from the usual bum. Who is he? Did he tell you? I... I don't know anything about him, sir. Hmm, he looks... Sick. We'll proceed with the case. Uh, and uh, if it please, Your Honor, these men were both caught on the night of January 9th after having broken the lock to, on a tool shed just west of the Brandonville Bridge. The district attorney is making a general statement, I assume. 
You will have to prove these men broke the seal, Mr. Baltus. Uh, yes, Your Honor. I, I have my witnesses. And uh, uh, will, will you take the stand, Mr. Jones? Raise your right hand. Do you swear that the evidence you are about to give is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. What is your name? Harry Jones. Are you employed as a detective by the CC and RRR? Yes, sir. Where were you on the night of January 9th at about 10 o'clock? I was in the Brandonville Yard, sir. Will you tell the court what happened that night? Well, I went down the cars with a lantern with that guy. He works with me. When we come to the tool house, we seen the lock was busted, and we stopped. I opened the door and shot in a light, and them two birds was sitting in the shed. Thank you. That's all, Mr. Jones. Your Honor, I have uh, another witness, if you wish me to call him. Just a moment. White, have you anything to say? Well, Your Honor, uh, I guess not. We was in the shed all right, and I bust the lock. We wasn't out to steal anything. It was a cold night, and this kid was near froze. We just crawled in to get warm, sir, but that don't make no difference, I suppose. I'm willing to take what's coming to me, but I want to say a word for this kid. Your Honor, uh, I wish to place this man under oath. Just a moment. Mr. Baltus will hear what this man has to say. Your Honor, if you will not allow me to cross-examine the defendant, why... Young man, this isn't the Supreme Court. You'll have to get used to my procedure. It's sort of easygoing, but we're both after the truth, I reckon. Go ahead. What? Or, White, what about this boy? Your Honor, he didn't bust that lock. I did it. He's a darn fool kid, sir. But don't set him up. He ain't done nothing. Well, young man, what have you to say for yourself? Nothing, sir. Nothing at all. And if it please your honor... Well, Mr. District Attorney... Uh, I do not mean to be merciless. I hope I'm able to temper my pleading with mercy. But these men broke a seal in clear violation of the law. I move for sentence, the minimum sentence, your honor, in the case of, of that young man... And if I may say it here, Your Honor, I imagine that boy is where he is today because he would not listen to good advice. And he must learn, sir, for his own good, that there is a law and it cannot be broken. You're very eloquent, Mr. Baltus. Do you believe it will do this boy good to send him to the penitentiary? Your Honor, I would be shirking my plain duty if I asked for anything but justice. I rest my case, Your Honor. Come here, young man. You, Peter Smith, or whatever you call yourself. Right up here. I want to talk to you. Well, you don't look like a bad boy. Tell me something about yourself. I... I have nothing to tell you, sir. Well, all right. Um, got a family somewhere? Yes, sir. Sort of ashamed to have them find you here. Yes, sir. Got a dad? Yes, sir. Like him? Yes. He likes you, don't he? Yes. Sort of made a mess of things, haven't you? Yes, sir. Well, you sit down over there, son. Baltus, these men are guilty of violation of the law. Of that, there is no question. They offer no defense. Your Honor, I move for sentence. Well, don't move too fast. 
Mr. District Attorney. I may be right, I may be wrong, but somehow I don't think that breaking a lock on an empty tool house on a January night is an offense worthy of three years of hard labor. Your Honor. Mr. Baltus, there's a book called the Bible. Did ever read it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. And it says, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Yes, and there's a story in it about a boy, a boy who went away from a home, sort of foolish lad, and he wasted his substance in righteous living. And if the attorney for the prosecution, would you have sent the prodigal son to prison, or would you have sent him home to his father? That, that's another case, Your Honor. Well, Mr. Baltus, I think the human elements are about the same. I find this book a pretty human old book, and sometimes it's better law than they pass up at the legislature. Mr. Baltus, I'm going to give you commission that's very illegal, but I'll take the responsibility for that. You're to take this boy and put him on the train and send him home. Sheriff, take this boy out to a restaurant and feed him. Mr. Baltus will see to the rest. All right, young man, come along. Say, what's gonna happen to me, Your Honor? I ain't no prodigal son. Uh, 30 days. Thanks, Your Honor. I'll keep warm till spring. All right, clerk, the next case. Samuel Oppenheimer versus Joseph Lipsky, and the mill grinds on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! For the first time, it's going down history, baby. New 3-6 Mafia. Welcome to Elizabeth McIrvin Presents The Prodigal, the story of a, it's a parable really, of a rich kid, kind of a dick. His name's Alexander. Uh, Seems like he's getting a lot, doesn't seem to care about any of it. Um, But this is all an allegory for another story, so we don't have to get as specific as that other story would be, but it's very uh, meaningful. So we're going to cut to them and their home. Alexander and his family, they're all going to be at their home. And uh, I hate to break it to you, but Alexander's stirring up some trouble. He's a real piece of shit, this kid. So, uh, Alexander, a bitch of your family, please. It's Marcus. Oh, right. Sorry, his name's Marcus. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you don't win them all in narration. <laughs> You know, it's really, it's a numbers game. You try to get as many as you can. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Daddy? Daddy, give, give me some money. Uh, I, uh, I just gave you $20. What did you do with that? I spent it. Of course you Good. did. Can I have some more money, Daddy? Um, no, not anymore. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's the last... 20 bucks I give you, at least for today, okay? Yeah. Uh, You'll month? come around to it. Give me more money. Mm, I don't know. Um, money makes maybe. life easy. <laughs> oh, yes, you're right about that. Yes. Uh, listen, your mom's not very happy with what I'm, my decisions that I've been taking lately, okay? So just help me out here. Hubby? Sonny? Mommy? What are, we, what are we talking about? Daddy's going to give me money. Hubby, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, right. And, and, 
All I want is the money. Please, <gasps> daddy, mommy. Baby, we keep giving you so much money, hubby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. Please. No. Come on. No, hubby. Life is hard without money. I'm going to go make myself a sandwich. I'll be right back. <gasps> Can I have one? Uh, yes. Daddy, make me a little sandwich. Uh, <laughs> put a little cheddar on it. <laughs> a little cabbage. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll go make you a little tiny sandwich. With just some for money you. in it. <laughs> Daddy. No. No. Mommy. <laughs> now that he's gone. Yes. Mommy. You going to cut me in on that money? <laughs> oh, Mommy. Please, Sonny? Yes, I'll give you some of the money. Wait, I didn't tell him what kind of cheese I want on my sandwich. Hubby? <laughs> yes? I don't want cheddar. Oh, what? oh man. Oh, okay. you already made it? Yeah, I did, but oh. I can eat it. I'll, I'll eat it off. It's okay. I'll Wait, what? Off. Don't eat the money. Cheddar was a oh, uh, <laughs> code for cash. <laughs> so is cabbage. Uh, Greenbacks. Right, uh, right, a sandwich with a side of greenbacks? Yes, yes. Okay. Some Jeffersons? Sounds, sounds Money good. is rather convenient, mommy. It is, but now I'm wondering, what are we eating for dinner tonight, baby? And hubby? <laughs> hmm. Daddy? Mm. We could Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> we could Postmates, yes. Just, From where? But then you'll get less allowance if, if, you, if, if I... <sighs> What's of, the point? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What's the point? Let's cook something. What, what, there's roast beef from yesterday. There's leftovers from last night. So we could eat that and save some money. Then I can give you a little bit more. Hmm. How, how's that work for you? No. Okay. Give me a little money right now, <laughs> Daddy. Is my brother around here? <laughs> <laughs> Me, the favorite son of the family. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I, here. I thought I smelled you. Get out of here. Keep out of it. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna leave, Marcus. <laughs> Stop putting your arm around me. Look, I'm I'm used to you not being into me being the best favorite son and good at everything. Hey, you're sir. used to it. Yeah, I'm used to it. Well, you. Tell me a thing I've failed at, and I'll show you, um, you. <laughs> a failure. <laughs> oh, get him, Philip. Uh, Mommy. Sonny. Uh, Philip, can I have some money? Money for me? No, boy. I'm going to give you a... You have to work for your money. Ugh, yuck. Hey, hey get, get over here. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, he's got me by the ear. You're going to work a job. You stop embarrassing me. <laughs> I'm embarrassing you? Yeah, you're embarrassing me. You're you a, work for a living. You're a, How embarrassing is that? My brother working a nine to five. Oh, yeah? Like, Yuck. Like the rest of the world, you're a man child and you need to be spanked. <laughs> <laughs> Not to buy you. Okay, fine. Cut to Marcus uh, trying to work at a job. Um, so you're just going to be mostly stocking and, you know, putting like the laundry detergents and uh, where everything's labeled uh, and unpacking the box. You're basically in charge of laundry detergent. Um, that's just what you're going to be stocking all the time. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, how much do I get for each stock? 
Um, you get an hourly wage, a minimum wage. It's seven twenty-five. Um, so if I stock a d- one d- detergent an hour, I'll get seven dollars a bottle. You will get seven dollars at twenty-five cents for every hour that you are working. Okay. Do you, much- need, hmm? do you do you need a spanking? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. My brother tried to give me one earlier. I mean, if it's what needs to happen for you to get to work, I guess I'll have to do it. Okay. <laughs> we cut to a conversation with HR. Hi, Liz. Can you come in here? Can you come? Can you come into my office? Yeah, I'll come right here. Uh, did you? Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good, but this isn't it's... about me. Uh, you spanked an employee? Is Who, that right? He was asking for it. Literally. Um, okay, that's that's cool. You guys can do that outside of work if you want to have fun, but like not. Oh, it not wasn't on. for if anything that you're thinking. Uh, was he it needs sexual? it. Yeah, thinking's always sexual. N- no, ser- he needs it to work. That's that's how you get him to work. No, then he needs to be fired. You don't. You can't spank an employee to make them work. I they mean, either work or they don't. He was working. He boxed the laundry detergent like I told him to do. Knock so. knock. Oh, yes. Come in. Uh, yeah, I think the spanking wore off. I, I stopped working. <laughs> oh, oh, you came in here to get a spanking? Yeah, to get me back to work. I told you. You can't fire me for this. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm How, just going to look the other way. You're going to look the other way? I'm going to look this? the other way. I kind of I've done it before. I can watch. do it again. <laughs> no, don't make, me, don't make me watch it. If I well, have to, well, you're already a, here. Let's just Yeah, this is my out. office. Don't, I'm just going to look away. Just spank him. I'll hear it. I'll hear it. I won't okay. see it, but I'll hear it. All right. Okay. Okay. Can Come. you describe what it sounds like? It sounds like a piece of ham hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, I could work all week. <laughs> Cut to Marcus back at home. That sucked. Daddy, I don't like working. Uh... What happened? <laughs> Get your nose out of that newspaper and talk to me. Okay, fine. All right. It took four spankings just to get me through the day. And I don't get paid for like two weeks. Well, that's how the world works. I come home sometimes and I don't do things, the things that I'm supposed to do. Like, you, you know, your mom gets mad at me and I get spanked too. It's a thing that happens, son. Well, what, are, what are you supposed to do at home that... You're not doing. Uh, sometimes I forget to do the dishes, or you know, take chores. So that's just regular stuff. Not nothing crazy. <laughs> why are you? Why are you sidling out of the room? I'm gonna go to the toilet. <laughs> Would you like anything while I'm there? In the, from the bathroom? Yes, from the bathroom. I'm just gonna hang out. I'm not gonna actually. I don't have to go. You're just going to hang out in the bathroom? I'm just going to hang out in the bathroom. Yes, yes. I forgot to throw, uh, pick up the dog's uh, poop earlier this morning. So I, your mom, you know, I, I don't want to see her today because I'm going to get spanked. So, hey. Hi, Dad, Marcus. I've been here the whole time. I'm really good at sneaky, being sneaky. Uh, hey, what Marcus, you, you ruined my whole Walmart. The whole Walmart. I had to shut it all down because of all the fuck. Stuff happening inside of my Walmart. What happened? The, the HR person turned the, the 
the cheek the other person is sexually assaulted you technically even though you wanted it I know you wanted it <laughs> no, I, I did you a favor wasn't that running a business hard let's just get money from daddy <sighs> I that's something I did when I was a boy I've grown to learn to love money and learn to love making it on my own oh Making it on your own, huh? Hmm. That gives me an idea. We what? cut to a few <laughs> weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this, dominoes, I think? Is this dominoes? Or crabs? Dice. Dice. Hold on, narrator, I was out of the room. God, that bathroom flushes slow. Now, we're going to pick up a few weeks later. Thank you. Cheryl, thank you so much for t- starting. You're welcome. Up. You're really doing good. <laughs> keep going. Keep, keep doing you it. Know, I'm rooting for you. You know, you're wincing, but I believe you. I have to sneeze. I'm not wincing at you. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. We'll do it out of the room. Now, let's pick up a few weeks later. The scene opens in a quiet living room uh, and so forth. And there's a back parlors of that dance hall, a city a hundred miles wide. Ooh, we're in the back of a jazz club. And, you know, everyone here is, uh, I don't know, on reefer probably. <laughs> That's what they do with the jazz clubs. Everybody's ding, ding, ding on their saxophone. And uh, Marcus is there and he's playing. He's gambling. He's a gambling man now. Yeah, give me them bones. Mmm, sevens. Uh, uh fours. No. Ah. So, raspberries. Raspberries. Mm. Um, okay, Shorty. Where are you? <laughs> Hello, Shorty. Hello, Caucasian. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm really good rolling the dice. I roll the bones hard, and I usually win. Now, you're a Caucasian, a young man, if you will. I don't respect you, and I don't care about you. Wow. Wow. Yes, I'm not very good at this. Um, So go ahead, Shorty. Uh, Throw them bones. Okay. Come on, bones. Work hard again for daddy. (laughs) Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Come on, roll me a morning star. Turn right over, you black-eyed babies. Wow. That sounded worse. Out loud than it did in my head. <laughs> hey, you did it again. Yes, I'm good at this. Um, hey, handsome. Keep playing the game. You're so good at it. You'll beat him eventually. Look, it's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking to me. Why are you looking at me, Fred? <laughs> Here's what I like to do when I meet a woman, because it's, you know, early in the century. I like to look her up and down on her body, then go, awooga, because we're in a jazz club. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello? Hi. Uh, awooga. <laughs> Um, How was that, Jordy? <laughs> it was a start. All right. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm not uh, trying to like hit on you or anything. Oh. Um, I'm the woman who encourages um, the people to throw the dice. Um, that's <laughs> my job. Um, nobody pays me for it. It's just what I what, what I do. You're not yeah. getting paid. No, no, I know Walmart where you can make a few bucks <laughs> and get some spankings. <laughs> I actually, I think it got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Well, like I said, you're you're doing really good. Oh, thank you. And you should keep gambling. Okay. And uh, I think you'll win. And if you win, I might give you a kiss on the cheek. 
<laughs> oh, wow. That sounds like a great deal. As just a third-party observer who is not paying this woman to be here or even giving her college credit, I will say she's making some valid points. Now, Caucasian man, mm. can yes. you do me a solid and roll those bones again? Okay. Uh, I'll sure. make sure to lay down a wager. Wait, Marcus. Huh? <laughs> I might, may just be an old bum, but I need you to come talk to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining me in my corner. Yeah. Uh, Is this daiquiri? whole corner yours? Would you like a daiquiri? Y- yes, please. <laughs> Make it a virgin. Oh, good idea. <laughs> okay, Marcus. Yes. I brought you here because those people over there are trying to scam you. What? Yes. He was very upfront that he was not paying her to encourage me. And she was very upfront that she was just encouraging me. But you know how you've lost a lot of money? Yes. I'm pretty sure you're going to lose all your money if you keep going. Daiquiri, it's yes. ready. Thank you. <laughs> mm. It's not a mix. I make it. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. And I appreciate you trying to give me some advice. But... You're an old bum in a corner. With daiquiri. <laughs> I'm doing something, right? That's true. But she's a pretty lady. And I he see. keeps calling me a Caucasian. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of go with them on this one. Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, great daiquiri, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate you looking out for me. Don't say I didn't warn you. Hey, Why friend, come I? back. <laughs> We're uh, rolling those bones. Oh. All right, Kitty Pie, you can do it. Okay. Here's the last of my money. Oh, last of the money, huh? Yes. All right. Ooh, how much is that? Eight dollars. <laughs> Ooh, eight dollars. Wow. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, show me the moon star. What was it? Uh, morning star. Give me that morning star and show me those black eyed babies. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did All you right, say? Fred, even I was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll the dice. Just roll them. Okay. Ooh. Oh, oh too lost. bad, friend. Uh, you got a two, uh, two and a one, and uh, neither of those are the Morning Star. So, damn it. Uh, Sorry. Guess you won't get that kiss on the cheek after all. Damn it. Listen, friend, um, yes. I just want to assure you uh, that you were, you all of your money was taken legitimately, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't cheating you, uh-huh. and, um, uh, you know, I'm not a cheater, I'm a good guy, uh, uh-huh. I w- live in the back of this uh, jazz hall, uh-huh. uh, that, that's it, I mean, really, that's all I, I had to mm. say. And you can trust me, an attractive woman. I don't know. Now I'm starting to trust the hobo in the corner. (laughs) Thou doth protest too much, I think, is the saying. Well, now I feel like I'm going to be honest with you, Caucasian friend. I do this a lot where I I try to reassure people I'm not grifting them. And if you accuse me of grifting you, I'm going to shoot you. I'm sorry. I, my hands are tied. Oh. Okay, well, I don't want to leave here without my dignity, so I'm probably going to accuse you, but maybe you could use the butt of your gun <laughs> and just hit me on the head you with it. You guys negotiating this attack? <laughs> what are you, just, you can save a bullet. 
Oh, well, I mean, like, normally I do not negotiate when I commit a murder, but friend, I like your style. Yeah, you don't have to ha- commit a murder. I get to save face. Uh, the butt of the gun works well, too. All right, well. Okay. You should have become a lawyer instead of a man who just lost all his money. He's probably going to sleep on the street. <laughs> Bang, yeah, right. I hit him on the head. Ah, I didn't. I didn't call him a grifter yet. You cheats! Now you're real cheats! You stupid cheats! We had a deal. Hey, hey! Don't don't make me do it again. Cause I will. Cause I have my own gun with my own butt, and I don't need Shorty over here to help me hit you. Come on, Shorty, let's take the money and go. Wait, uh, wait, you're a cheater. Hit me again. Or maybe on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I'm kind of... He pushes his butt into the... <laughs> okay, all right. She now, rolls her eyes. <laughs> it seems like you're getting off on this, and I don't want to hit you again if you're going to get off on this. Can you promise me it's going to upset you? If you hit me on the butt, can I promise he's you that it's going to upset you? He's clearly into oh, it. Shorty, let's off. just go. Get I out assure here. you that I will not take any satisfaction uh, 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 off that... Pop on the bottom. You guys have both been lying to each other for five minutes. (laughs) All right. I'll give you one pop on the bottom. Okay. But you have to say thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I do not. I'll say thank you. All right. Or sir, but you don't get both. Mm, I like a thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And (sighs) thank you. All right, but please get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, well, well. That was the saddest thing I ever saw. The saddest thing you've ever seen? I was, yes, that was disgusting. You live in a corner. With daiquiris. <laughs> you wanted your butt spanked so bad, you were pr- practically begging him. After he stole all your money. Yeah, well, who got the last laugh? Because I got a spanking. I guess that's all it takes to get you off. <laughs> What does it take to get you off, hobo in the corner? Oh, you'll find out. (laughs) Cut to hobo in the corner's backstory. You're not going to leave the house. You're only 16 years old. What are you going to do? You don't believe in my daiquiri recipe. What else am I supposed to do? Look, uh, alcohol is illegal right now. But all you can use is shitty gin. How are your daiquiris even good? You're not going to make any money. Taste it, mom. I don't taste it. Me tasting this drink is not going to make me believe in you. I'm sorry. It's the economy. It's not you, baby. Taste it. It's it's okay. See? It's all right. <laughs> but still, you cannot leave the house at 16 years old to start your own bar. You cannot do that. I don't want to start my own bar. I want to live in a bar. What? I can do that. You want to live in a bar? That's accomplishable. You'd rather live in a bar than with me and your father? I thought that uh, you were going to ask me a lot more invasive questions, so. <laughs> what? What's up? I'm living in a bar, Mom. If you want to come visit but me, you can. Just give me one good reason why I should let you walk through that door. Sweetheart, I want to turn his room into a gym. Now get out. <laughs> that's that's what? Uh, there it is. No, you're never going to use any of that equipment, and you know it. I, w- I ran track in high school, and I think I can get back into that shape, sweetheart. You just let me give me an opportunity. Oh, I don't, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like I don't. Why do you want to get back in shape for? Who, who you're trying to impress? Anyways, we've been married for 20 years. Why do you need to look good? I don't look good. Wow. Dead? Just a t- 
attacking my physical. Can appearance. you taste my daiquiris? I do, I would prefer not to, but because uh, I'm trying. Obviously, I'm trying to lose a little weight. You know, <laughs> just getting a little shape. But all right, I'll take a little sip. Hmm. <laughs> that rolling that around my tongue. Honey, that tastes pretty good. Honey, she wants to live in a bar. Yeah. Okay. Seems like a good place to make daiquiris, huh? Right. And uh, do do you mind if I threw out your bed? I wouldn't mind. Okay, good, because I, I want to get into yoga. I feel like I'd be good at that. You can't do that on a bed? I've, <laughs> I guess I never thought about it. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like a really comfy yoga mat. I've tried doing it on a bed. It doesn't really work that well. Oh. It's too squishy. Listen, I love you, but get out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to the bar. And that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do something crazy sexual to me. You just told me a long story. You asked how I get off. That answers that, right? I guess. Well, now I'm broke and I have no exciting adventures to tell anybody about. Um, wh- point me to the train depot. <laughs> I'll show you. Okay. All right, hold on. It's the narrator again. I got to come back in here. It's a few weeks later, and ooh, it's winter. Oh, it's so cold. It's the coldest winter. The uh, the particles of frozen snow are kicking up like sand in a hurricane, which, of course, as we all know, is the worst part of a hurricane is the sand. So uh, our favorite guy, Marcus, is uh, living on the street with his uh, homeless friend. I'm not sure if we established a name there. And uh, they are cold. They are very cold. Steve? Yes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm surprised you knew my name. I never told you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Can you get this fire started? No, the wood's too wet. Also, the stove's broken. Also, there's no fire. Shh. And there's snow. Listen to the wind. How'd you, you do it? that? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, did you hear it? I heard it. How did you do that? How did I do it? Yeah. You said, listen to the wind, and all of a sudden, the wind whistled at you. Yeah. Well, um, my mom's not my real mom. Oh. Uh, my dad had an affair with uh, Storm. <laughs> uh, the X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> but I made a promise uh, not to use my powers. For anything. Plus, I mean, superheroes don't get paid any money. Yeah. So. Too bad you didn't uh, have the fire one of the X-Men be <laughs> your, your parent. Yeah. You would think, you would think, but it's, I'm like, you know, I'm 23 and me, I'm like a, a quarter storm. So it's mostly just making the wind blow. That <laughs> too, storm and the dad. Um Hey, um, <laughs> hey, uh, so I just, I just got back from the doctor. I, I got an ultrasound, um, and the doctor told me, um, kind of what his superpower would be, you know, cause you're, you're human and I'm a, I'm a superhero. So I thought, you know, he might get something cool, like he can shoot fire or something. Um, but unfortunately he's just going to be able to make wind blow a little harder when he wants to. Oh, it's a bummer. I know. I'm a little uh, bummed out about it. Well. But you're not going to, um, like, 
leave me for it and go marry somebody else and have two kids, right? I'm going to go to the toilet One real kid? quick. Hold on. <laughs> uh, just, uh, what? I, I'm going to go to the toilet. Do you need anything? From the I toilet? Get you From the yeah, bathroom? Yeah, I'll be back. It'll just be like 20 minutes. I got to Gonna, My stomach is going right blah, now. Blah, blah. Yeah, you can hear it. You, can you hear it? Blah, 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 blah. You just made that sound with your mouth. No. <laughs> Damn. I, look, you, I, I really need you, to go. Are you really that disappointed? Really? <sighs> yes. I'm sorry. Damn. I love you, but I really wanted my son to be have real powers. Mm, I wish somebody wouldn't have said I love you, but while I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, the doctor's here. What's up, doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Who, me? Yes. Do you have something new to tell me? Maybe he has superpowers after all? Yeah, is he gonna, what? It's me, Professor Xavier. (laughs) (laughs) I do look like a doctor, though. (laughs) I am a doctor, technically. (laughs) (laughs) In philosophy. (laughs) Storm, come back to the mansion, please. (sighs) Fine, I guess. I just... I wanted to have, like, a normal relationship with a normal guy for once, you know? It's a, who am I with? That laser eye guy sometimes? He's weird. I don't like him. Yes. I'm I, right in the room. You don't have to call me weird. Why are you here? That's weird. I'm always here. That's weird. I'm Stop sorry. it. Stop Cy- it. But I love you, and I'll never say but. Cyclops, stop being a wet blanket. Okay? Uh, I'm sorry. The whiny my- one of the group, the whole <laughs> X-Men group. Uh, come on, Magneto's sort of a bitch about stuff. Magneto? Magneto. Magneto <laughs> was my friend once, okay? I know. It's why put it put your anger at him. I have, and it was not healthy. <laughs> Fine, I'll go just kill some birds with my eyes. <laughs> Go back to the uh the shed with the, uh, the homeless two people. <laughs> See? How do you like a long backstory? <laughs> that was winding and it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm chugga, afraid. Chugga, 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 oh. chugga, chugga. <laughs> Did you do that one too? <laughs> no, I think that's <laughs> those two hobos over there. <laughs> having crazy sex. <laughs> I hope the train comes by, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I think I got you into a lot of trouble over with a quarter. Before me, you had a quarter. I know, an attack cream machine. Uh, we see a train pull up. <laughs> hey, it's a train. You want to hop it? Yeah, let's hop it. Okay. Give me a hand. Can, yeah, here, get on my knee. Okay. <laughs> okay, grab my hand. Okay. Police work. Hey, wait a second. What's, what's going on on that train? I don't know. I, th- I th- think there's someone in there. And should we uh, should we check it out? Yeah, guns up and out. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think someone's coming quick. Oh, uh, no. Just what? pretend you're spanking me. Okay. <laughs> Can I'm I- sorry, you guys. I was trying to run to catch up to you guys. Holy shit. There's a bunch of homeless people having sex in here. Spank. They're all joining. I don't get it. Oh, my Spank. God. It's seared onto my retina. Holy fuck. They're all so dirty. I like it. It's you what have- I watch at home in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, did shit. We got we got to arrest some of them. Uh, I said we arrest all of them. This is sick. <laughs> okay. We should arrest all... at least 75% of them. Are we, do we just not arrest the ones that aren't aren't fucking each other? Yeah, just there's 
They're living their life. Okay, if Wait, you're not what? penetrating or being penetrated, you can leave right now. But you can start now if you want, and we won't arrest you. <laughs> Wait, no, we just said that we're going to arrest the ones that aren't I know, but if they start sex. fucking each other, then we still won't arrest them. I just want to see them do it. Excuse me, does spanking count? Yes, it's always sexual. Speaking's oh, always sexual, you guys. You me, Marcus. <laughs> we almost got away with it, too. <laughs> All right, take us to the slammer. I'm sure we've got some spankings coming. No, no. Absolutely. We're not. No spanking in jail. All right, come with us. All right, it's me, the narrator. We got one last scene coming up, guys. <laughs> Man, what a crazy ride this is. And is anyone else thinking Marcus is a pervert? Hey, narrator. Hey, it's uh, me, the director. Uh, yeah. Just uh, just wanted to check. It looks like you're double parked outside. <laughs> Shit. Uh, did you plan on leaving soon? Was this a thing where you needed to like le- go home at some point? Or uh, Yeah. Uh, honestly... Do you mind finishing off the scene? Uh, I gotta get out. Wait, of here. hold on. Wait, wait. No, uh, it's a courthouse. I, They're doing a courthouse. I, <laughs> I mean, as the director, I do practice all the lines. Uh, uh, we cut to the courthouse. Steve and Marcus sitting in the in the court stand. I can't do this, man. Wait. <laughs> Hey, it's harder than it looks. It right? does look big. Hey, uh, I think I'm double parked too. Uh, do you do you do you want to? You want to take over, man? Or hey, uh, as the producer, we have like five minutes left, so um, maybe we should actually get to the scene. Maybe, uh, possibly, if you want to. I don't know. All right. Okay. So they're in the courthouse, and uh, the hobos. <laughs> you know, we got know they're in the courthouse. We know they're in the courthouse. I don't know. You seems like you're slowing us down more than I am right now. <laughs> you want to fight me? I'll get distracted for another minute and fight you. All right, I'll, fine. <laughs> no, I've been, we've all been gearing up to a fight with the narrator and the producer this whole time, and we know it. <laughs> all right, well, while we're doing that, cut to the courthouse. The hobos are being arrested. They're going on trial for breaking a lock or having sex in public. I wasn't quite clear. <clears throat> and that's the last time I spank you, Marcus. <laughs> fine, fine. I'll find somebody else to do it. You, well-dressed man. Well-dressed man? I'm sort of, I'm dressed okay. What do you want? Um, me and my friend got us ourselves into some hot water. Are you going to get us out of it? Sure. I'm also the clerk, though, so I have business to do. Judge, come oh, in. Boy, yeah. Sit. Oh, court. Oh, yeah. It's court Shoot. time. Okay, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll try and help you out, though. Okay, thank I'm you. slightly well-dressed. Thank dressed. you. Thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, uh, Philip, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm the, I'm, I'm the lawyer, and I'm going to send you to jail, you little, little, little bastard. <laughs> You went back to... You're a lawyer? I thought you were running a Walmart. I'm telling you, I'm a man of many talents. Well, get me out of this one, and there's a spanking in it for you. (laughs) You're going to get plenty of spankings (laughs) when I send you to jail. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. (laughs) Are you guys done? Huh? 
You're having just a Sorry. lengthy side conversation. It's, uh, my brother. I don't recognize this man. Okay. <laughs> you guys look exactly alike. You're clearly related. We're related. Okay, I have to just check with you. Are you are you cool with your brother represent? It's crazy that you guys just both showed up here. You're telling me this wasn't planned? No, he prides himself on being sneaky. For all I know, he was there for all of it. Okay, fine. Are you cool with having your brother represent you? Well, he said he was going to try and get me thrown in prison, so... Okay, well, hold on a second. there were spankings in prison. I don't know how that's relevant to this case, but I have to talk to you. Are you going to try to get your brother thrown in prison? Look, I'm a man of the law, okay? If my brother deserves a prison, goes to prison, which he does, courtroom... <laughs> then just talk to, to me. Objection! Objection! The jury should strike that. Strike that There's from the record. No, right? Do you want me to take that off the record? Yeah, please. I wasn't typing anyway. So. Okay, great. This isn't that big of a deal. There's no jury of your peers. It's basically like you're going to talk to me, and I'm going to say whether or not you go to jail. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'll provide all the evidence that there is <laughs> that is clearly pointing to my. This man who looks nothing like me. We look the same. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me break it down. We got we got this this homeless man over here. Are you also related That's to the these two? Pleasure to meet you. Hi. I'm there's no need for such formalities. I am potentially sending you to jail. Also, did you bring a daiquiri into my courtroom? Who are you? That's so illegal. Please and taste. Thank it. you. Taste it. It's fucking delicious. <gasps> this is so good. I'm not usually a banana person. This yes. is great. I love it. Thank- anyway, you're not related to these two. No, that man's related to the wind. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hot. It's uh, true. Clark, can you tell me what uh, what these two uh, hobos have been charged with? Uh, spanking and stealing and fucking on a train. I'm sort of confused. Damn. Okay. What they're being charged with. All right. Well, um... Uh, Lawyer, uh huh. Attorney, Philip, you have no anything? Relation. If you have brother, you're my definitely brother. related. Do you have anything to we're say brothers. if you're a brother? Shut. Yes. If we were brothers, could we kiss? <laughs> I will not kiss you. <laughs> See, he won't kiss me because we're brothers. <laughs> kissing in my courtroom. I'd like to provide the evidence to defend quotation marks my <laughs> not brother. <laughs> Okay, they were at the train station, and they had their clothes off, which means nothing. They were fucking. Okay, they were fucking. They did it. You were part of a rash of homeless people fucking in this train, if I understand correctly. Judge, may I do a quick speech? (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Okay. Normally, I would never allow something like this. But? No, I'm not allowing it. I just have one thing to say. This man may have tricked me into spanking him, but I spanked him. And I enjoyed it. And therefore, I think I should go to jail. Also, you it's warm in jail, right? Oh, it's like hell. It's so hot. Oh, great. Okay, guys. I judge this man yeah. is clearly taking the fall for my brother because, I mean... That's right. Shut up. He's clearly taking the fall just so he can go to jail. It's a thing that bums sometimes do. Okay, guys, let me break it down for you. Have any of you read the Bible? (laughs) Oh, my God. Heard of it? Yeah. Have y'all heard of it? Let me tell you about Mm. this story from the Bible. There was a man named Jonah, and uh, one day he walked into the sea. Oh, lo and behold, he was eaten by a whale. And 
He what? stayed in that he whale. He's he what? I don't think that's from the Bible. That sounds like I Jaws. Think, I think I don't know if that's from the Bible. I th- I'm pretty sure it's from the Bible. Listen, <laughs> I'm a know. judge. You're I a clerk. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, judge. I'm, the, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Religion. I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just a bailiff. But I think that's Pinocchio. <laughs> what on earth is Pinocchio? <laughs> it's, a, it's a wood boy, and uh, he gets eaten by a whale, and then his, I guess, uncle. No, judge, judge. Yeah. I, I'm just in the audience because going to court in 1928 is more entertaining than anything else going on. Obviously. But that is clearly Moby Dick. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're all letting, um, we're not seeing the forest for the trees here, okay? The point is... Is that uh, if you're going to fuck, you got to do it on private property, okay? (laughs) That's the message because Jonah did get laid inside that whale and everyone was okay with it because it was inside of a whale and not in a public train station. Mm. So what I'm going to say here is um, you guys clearly have some issues to work out. You know, and my job as a judge isn't to uh, solve family dynamics. It's to... uh, what do I do? Uh, you just you just say guilty or not guilty. Just, great. Get to go in this home. case, I'm gonna say not guilty. What? Yes. What? For me? everyone, everyone likes a good spanking. You know, I can't Thank be mad you, at someone for that. What? But I am gonna sentence you. Yes. To lunch with your brother. What? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Send him. Send him to yeah. jail. Yeah. Yes. No. You gotta no. take me to lunch. Death row. Get me a sandwich. No. Put a little cheddar. You gotta on take it. your brother out to lunch. You gotta Cabbage. eat together. You gotta talk about this face to face. Okay. Yeah. No, I wanted to talk to him through class and give him advice. <laughs> Sorry, judge. Not gonna. As happen. for you, do I get a lunch? Well, listen. <laughs> you're clearly less privileged. You're not uh, the brother of an attorney. And so, of course, it would only be fair for me to send you to jail for 30 days. Well, it's warm, and if it's warm, my daiquiris will be a hit. (laughs) Yes, yes. So you're welcome, everyone. Um, If we could play my theme song as I exit my chambers, or go back to my chambers. angels. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It is that song by Train. Yes. Thank you, thank you. I've been a judge. (laughs) Anyway, we there. Yay. Yay. Uh, good job, everybody. Yeah. For the first time, it's going down history, baby. New 3 Six Mafia. Featuring A-Ball, New JG, Young Buck. It's a Tennessee study. We got to stay. On the wrist with the ice in the chain Ride through the hood, yeah, I'm gripping the grain And I'm sipping the same while I'm changing the lane I feel tight cause I'm choking the green Bitch, messed up cause I'm choking the lane Messing with a D-boy, riding them big toys Making man gal wanna get on my team She gotta give it up once she get in my car I ain't Denzel, but I know I'm a star Cause when I'm in the club, I be back in the bar In the VIP bar, and be buying the bar DJ Paul is a dog, one you do not trust You leave your green around me, nigga, your green gon' get lit up You leave your drink around me, but leave your drink gon' get 
how niggas smoke us one. Pop pull out the phantom, niggas can't stand it, but them hoes gon' come out. Just really wanna smoke my weed. Fuck these hoes and stack my G's. Stop at the light and pause on three. Hit them all and it be all on me. But gotta keep one eye with the popo. Close the window when I'm rolling the endo. Know they mad cause I'm rolling Benzo. Kiss that purple, not Nintendo. Three six mafia, then my Kimpo. So when I'm in Memphis, ten a key. I just might not bring my own cause the niggas they'll let me smoke for What's free. Up, Ah, 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 ah. 